Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is Saturday. My colliders, it is myself, Crescent Star, and Iridian. The two-woman power trip is here to give you all your collision needs here on Fightful. Iridian, how are you? I am doing fantastical, Cresta. How are you tonight? All my tabs are crashing in Windows. So, you know, we're starting like my life. I'm in shambles. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Yeah for being here tonight. It does mean a lot to us. And you know what else means a lot to us? If you would give us a thumbs up, you can give us a like, give us a super chat, give us a humper chat, and most importantly, subscribe to Fightful Select, the best five bucks in the business. You get all your wrestling scoops here, but more on that in a bit. Like we said, if you like us, send us a super chat uh, somewhere on the screen somewhere. And you can send us a humper chat, head over to humperchat.com and we'll read your humper chats live and we get to keep a little bit more of the portions. And you can tell us what you want. I mean, you can ask us questions. It may not be the answers you want, but you'll get some answers. How are we supposed to know if you like us if you're not sending us money to let us know, guys? We need money to- makes us strong <laughs> <laughs> and keeps the show going. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, your eyeballs keep the show going as well. Aridian, how are you? What did you think of the show overall this evening? Man, I, you know, you and I were talking about this a little bit. I'll, I'll say backstage, right? Where. Mm. I feel like this show, I, I don't know, I was feeling a little weird. It was a good show. Um, there was a couple a couple good matches, though I felt it was long. Like, I'm the mm-hmm. first match, I'm like, all right, great. It's 920, we're moving along. And it was not 920, guys. It, was it wasn't. 30 minutes before the usual women's match. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're getting so much in these two hours. It felt like, like a, I don't want to say a three-hour Monday Night Raw show, but it felt long. How did you feel about tonight's show? Okay, agree. I think overall the the matches and the commentary, especially tonight, were good. But it did feel like a long, long, long show. Also, the elephant in the room, Max Castle. What happened? 
you just eight mouth it and i saw him do this one but i was like oh I respect it, but he didn't even try. <laughs> that that whole incident again. We we talked about that in the chats so and the DMs. were like, oh, what what is happening? Literally, that's probably one of the highlights of mm. the show because it's it's memorable, right? So yeah, you're like, wow, Max Caster really just stopped talking. <laughs> it was the stop talking, and then it was the <laughs> like I'm done, and then. I, he was like, Meh. like he let he let them know that he was just not going to do it. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, yeah, the opening of the show started off hot, right? Yes, we had a no DQ match from Sammy Guevara versus Powerhouse Hobbs and no Don Cal's family at ringside and also no Jericho or anybody in Sammy Guevara's co uh, corner. By the time this match ended, I looked down at the time and it was 8.23. They gave this match a solid 30 minutes, like yeah. 20, 20, 30 minutes. They gave it a good gave it a good amount of time. I think it was two ad breaks and a picture-in-picture. Picture. Yeah, that was – I think it was really good for what it was, especially being a, a no-DQ match. I was not expecting this. I don't go into collisions looking at the card beforehand, so mm -hmm. I'm always surprised. Same. So the fact that it was Sammy Guevara starting off the night, I was like, oh, okay, against – Hobbs, which I was like, oh, okay. And then in a no disqualification match, I'm like, please don't. We can't be doing this. I said, this is not good. It's <laughs> like a punishment match for Sammy. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with Jeff Hardy. Like, I don't know. But even commentary was like, Sammy, you can't be doing these kind of things. Like, you got you got a kid you got out of family here. now. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was just kind of caught off guard with this being the first match. Was I disappointed? No, because I feel like this was one of the better matches of the night i feel mm -hmm. like to me it was even the match of the night but i agree with that no i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off. i was just i was no, just no, 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 go. <laughs> no i was like yeah it's it's just a i thought it was really really great man but they both went through it i feel like with this match we got enough tables for the rest of the year yes <laughs> uh but yeah guys what did you think tonight like i think for me it was the best match of the night yeah what about you I mean, the start of it was a little bit slow. You had Sammy Guevara really well before the bell even rang. They well, the ring take two <laughs> at the top of the bell. Sammy Guevara gets right up into it. He manages to get powerhouse Hobbs outside. He's dazed. He's confused. Sammy Guevara takes out the steel steps. He's showboating, and I was like, he's taking too long. I was expecting from that moment on. Powerhouse House was going to use this young man. But all the contrary, I was pleasantly surprised. Powerhouse Hobbs hits Sammy Guevara with a million world's strongest slams on the stairs, on the ring apron, in the ring, on the stairs again. But like Iridian said, the tables were aplenty tonight. The lumber companies are quaking. If I'm a tree, I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is disgusting. And this is what you've done to my <laughs> Um... <laughs> At one point in the match, Powerhouse Hobbs just starts pressing Kevin Kelly. Like, what'd you say? Give me your belt. I'm like, oh my God, you're going to beat up Kevin Kelly? What did he do? If anyone deserves to get beat up, it's Nigel McGuinness. But Nigel McGuinness was oddly quiet during this. Hmm, had a lot to say. Suspicious. How about a lot to say with Powerhouse Hobbs walking away? Suspicious behavior, right? I completely noticed that too. I said, interesting. Also, I didn't think Kevin had said anything about Hobbs. So when Hobbs started walking over him, I was like, what did you say? I was like, what? What? What are we I'm doing? Like Nigel McGinnis was talking crap. You yelling at the wrong guy. <laughs> the wrong one, sir. The wrong one. Um, the yeah, belts. But, 
were gnarly. I was like, Jesus Christ. I felt I had flashbacks to my childhood where my mom was like, who didn't take out the chicken? I was like, <laughs> there was so many from both men. <laughs> uh, not the flashback. I know because same. <laughs> mama. I yeah, the, if you have trauma, give us a thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up, guys. <laughs> by the belt. There were so many table spots. Sammy, who? Sammy got some belt shots. Hobbs got some belt shots into chair shots from Sammy. I'm just going to get to the end because there was a go to hell on Hobbs for only a two. How Sammy got Hobbs up, I. There is this spot where Sammy sets up two tables on the outside. Brings a ladder into the ring, sets up the ladder, goes to the top of the ladder, and then does a moonsault onto Hobbs, and they cut to picture in picture. I'm like, I would too, because this man is dead. That man is dead. Like, I, I, I would, I would cut to picture in picture too. But holy crap, we do get the finish where we get a world strongest slam. I'm sorry, we get a finish because Hobbs pushes the ref because he's prone on a table now in the ring. He pushes the ref into the rope. Sammy falls, gets the yam bag shuffle, where Hobbs then proceeds to do the world's strongest slam through the table for a Hobbs win. So we have Hobbs going in here strong. And if I'm not mistaken, the meat division matches on Wednesday. So now he's going in with a win to the meat. What did you think of this match, Iridian, besides it stole the show? Were there any things where you were like, ah! You know what? I want to talk about that little spot that they did with the beer bottles or whatever those bottles were. I'm like, please tell me that those were not actual bottles. Because first mm -hmm. of all, I, I don't, I've never been to a show where they actually give out the bottles. Right. So I'm like, those had to be, of course, people in the audience with mm -hmm. like, hopefully not real glass, but man, when Sammy did his little flip over onto Hobbs and then you saw the glass still continue to like come out of there. I was like, this is insane. This is yeah insane but man it it was exciting i'm just worried now like yeah Hobbs is going forward now to his the, the meat madness match on wednesday but sammy is kind of like in limbo right like he's not in the jericho appreciation society anymore and we saw that he's not really with don Callis's crew anymore because i guess don Callis was not checking up on him while he was away so sammy's like nah i'm not here for that so is Sammy going to be, what, in the title picture? Is he just not going to focus on being a singles competitor? Like, what are we going to see for Sammy if it's not, like, in a faction? What do you think? That is a good question because I'm not really sure. It was nice to see Sammy cheer tonight. Typically, when we go places, Sammy just gets booed out the building. So it was nice to hear Sammy Guevara not get turned on by the end of the night. So I don't know what we do with him. Maybe they're still cooling him off, cooling him down until... <laughs> Um, Jericho's better or something like that. But until then, I don't know what we do with Sammy. I Again, it's nice to not hear Sammy get booed, but typically he's getting booed out the building. So they might be like, I don't I don't know what started the Sammy hate train. I don't hate him, but people just boo this man. They they just boo him. I don't know why. They just boo him. Yeah. He's not, he's not a fan favorite. Either hate him or you love him. So we'll see what they do with him moving forward with his storyline. Yeah. Following this match, we had the BCC um, with a backstage promo on FTR. Now, this promo was where I started noticing the strangeness, if you will. Yeah. Moxley starts off the promo with, you think a 20-minute time draw is good enough for us? Claudia walked 20 miles. I'm like, 
weird flex, but okay, you could really call an Uber, but I guess, to prove that that Claudio Castagnoli is tough and that this 20-minute time limit wasn't going to work for them, pal. And I'm like, okay. And <laughs> he then says, I'm a freak, but not that kind of freak. I need to be punched to get up. I'm like, what? what is... This was an odd promo. I was, I believed it. I believed that they were like, no one cares that you guys want to be like the honky tonk man or the midnight express. The past is dead and it's not coming back. I'm like, but that didn't have anything to do with this. I, do you have any insight? (laughs) (laughs) Not the insight. I'm I'm asking. I, I I really liked this promo. Um, I did notice that it was a little weird because Claudia was just standing there chilling, being a supportive best friend. And then, you know, Mox was kind of like, all right, Claudio, now your turn. And Claudio was kind of slow with how he was, you know, saying his things. So I was like, oh, okay, interesting. But yeah, weird flex that you walked all the way to the gym. Great. <laughs> so to meet with William Regal. Great. Lovely. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, something that I did like about this promo is that they were talking about FTR kind of living in the past and that mm-hmm. combat club is the future. So they're like, all you have to do is be better than us, period. Like, that's what you got to do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I'm all Blackpool Combat Club all the way. I'm going to piggyback off of what you said and get into our first super chat. We're the best. I love a ladies' night. Thank you, Wrestling Wind Down. It is ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Same dance moves. <laughs> That's gonna be us when we get together. This <laughs> we have another super chat from t- from Van Twinblade says hi, Cresta. Hi, Iridian. Y'all know we got a Discord, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that Fightful has a Discord that you, yes, you can join if you join Fightful Select, the best five bucks in the business. We got interviews coming up. What interviews they are, I don't know because I live under a rock. I'm kidding. <laughs> You guys need to, yeah, definitely join uh, join our Discord, guys. If you are already subscribed to Fightful, you should have gotten, like, a notification or automatically um, enlist you in Discord. The chat's on and popping. We literally have a section for everything, for Ring of Honor, for AEW, for Indies, for um, Lucha Libre. So literally everything um, I'm moderating a little bit on there. There's so much going on. So definitely, guys, I do recommend it. It's a great time. Send me an invite. I'm not in it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, join the Discord. Join Fightful Select. We love you. You're fantastic. After that, we have FTR. Go right, right after that promo that uh, BCC cut on FTR. We have FTR versus Shane Taylor Promotions, Lee Moriarty, and Shane Taylor, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler. This match, not that it was odd. I, I don't know how to describe this match. This match was good. But I don't know. It seemed out of place. Did, did that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, <laughs> I don't have any bullet points for this match. I feel so bad. But <laughs> yeah, but like FTR and Lee Moriarty and Shane Taylor. I'm like, all right, great. We're seeing more of Lee Moriarty. And commentary said something interesting that was like, yeah, you know, we were introduced to Lee with the Copeland challenge, the, the Cope Open. But mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, no, like we have been seeing Lee Moriarty before. Yeah, he's been so, here. Yeah, I was like, guys, come on. Don't don't just forget. Um, So I don't know if maybe that was like, oh, maybe it's a collision. Because um, he had been on, on Dynamite or Rampage before. So that just thought that was interesting that they brought that up. But it was an okay match. 
Um, I guess it was just a little hard to follow, especially when they gave so much time to that no disqualification match. And yeah, it's hard to follow a match like that with like such high stakes and so many, you know, crazy spots that I guess this was kind of like a a match to like, all right, to ease into the rest of the night. I just it was okay. Yeah. I mean, to hit the highlights of the match, Cash Wheeler was really working well. Lee Moriarty was the star. He was getting beat up. He was selling high flying and doing all the things he needed to do. Cash Wheeler was working over his arm early. Early too, Dax Hardwood tried to knock down Shane Taylor. I respect the gusto. But ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Shane, that's 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 a boy, that's a big piece of meat, boy. I tell you what. And Dax Hardwood, as grumpy as you are. We get the we get the finish with a blind tag. Mm-hmm. From Dax onto Cash, who hits Lee Moriarty with the sunset flip to set him up for the Doom Day device for a win for FTR. Post match, FTR compared themselves to cockroaches. Weird flex, but I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to talk to you about this because, first of all, right? I was like, that's a little embarrassing. Why would you call yourself a cockroach? That's no, like, never. You can pay. You're better than cockroaches. Please, FTR. Don't ever disperse your own name like that again. <laughs> Like, I, I'm not the, the biggest fans of FTR, but, like, bro, be, guys, be so serious. Like, you, <laughs> you should not. You should not be saying that you guys are like cockroaches. And also, what I noticed, because I was not looking while they started to cut their promo, I was like, is that Danny Garcia that I hear? So, I don't know. Next time you, um, I want to say it's Cash. Next time he talks, listen, because he sounds like a little bit like Danny Garcia. So, I was like, oh. I'll pay attention next time. Because I'm like, do they? Because now I'm, now I'm trying to recall, like. I can't. I don't want to lie to anyone. I'm a truther, not a liar. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, and I, I just think that's such a weird comparison. I mean, I because I am an FTR fan. That's I would compare, and this is full respect to Christian Cage, but he would be the cop because he's the worst. You guys aren't like you guys are like so good. Like tag team Hall of Fame. If we talk about top five, dead or alive, Briscoes, and then you, come on now, like, knock it off. Knock it off. You know what I mean? I, 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 I that was weird. But you know what? I, I understand the analogy. You think step on, step off. You think I'll step on me. I'm like, I, I guess work. Do what you got to do. Do your big one. Um, But Dax did deliver a hard line to bring it back together. He said, I heard that to be a king, you got to kill a king. I was like, oh, bye Moxley. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Not that that's crazy. <laughs> I'm glad that FTR at least responded to this promo, right? But then I'm like, well, man, how many promos are we going to get throughout the night? Because if everyone's just going to, like, respond to each other, um, then we're going to have a long show. And a long show it was tonight. But then <laughs> Tony was like, all right, guys, we've made this match official um, at Revolution. Mm-hmm. It's going to be FTR versus Claudio and Mox. So. That should be a banger because the first one, I guess it wouldn't be like two out of three because the first one was like, you know, timed out. So then yeah. they each got a win. They, they need to have, oh, there's going to be so many more matches. Like, <laughs> what are the rules? <laughs> and there's so many rules, man. I don't like rules. I want to watch men slap meat. I don't want to listen to rules. Oh, so exasperating. <laughs> I'm so I'm already. I tell you who wasn't tired. Thunder Rosa. She said, "I don't get paid by the hour." <laughs> Ooh, I will give it to Lady Bird Monroe. 
She was trying to give it back to Thunder Rosa Stiff, but whoa! I, I, you couldn't pay me to wrestle Thunder Rosa. You better give me a finger poke of doom. Thunder Rosa hit this poor girl with a shotgun drop kick in the corner, and I said, I felt that. I never want to wrestle you, Thunder Rosa. You got it. You got it for now and forever. Yeah. <laughs> that It was stiff. From the moment the word was go, she was chopping Monroe Bird in her chest. That's not her name. Lady Bird Monroe. Monroe in her Bird. Chest. <laughs> I winged it. I'm sorry, I'm dead. Oh my god! You know when this match came up a little before, you know, earlier than the usual women's spot, and I was like, you know what? I know Thunder Rosa got power like that because this is not the first time that Thunder Rosa has showed up before the scheduled time. So she's like, nah, you're putting me in the first hour. I love it. Thunder Rosa is the real needle mover. You all sleeping on Thunder Rosa. I would love a Thunder Rosa versus Deanna Perazzo match. I need that in my soul. And uh, book it, Tony. Book it. I want to say that at the end of her match, she looked in the camera and said, I'm climbing the ladder because that's what I do. Because I'm the best. And that's what I do. I You're living in my world. And I'm like, Deeb ends up delivering a similar promo later about how <clears throat> everybody else is doing this other stuff. And we'll talk about that later. She's like, but I'm going to do it the way that you guys started watching all elite wrestling. So, mm. and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I, yeah. I need this. Yep. The vets of the roster, the women's division, like, all right, now. Come on now. <laughs> After that, we had backstage with Renee, Willow Nightingale, and Chris Statlander. <sighs> and Stokely Hathaway. Stokely Hathaway is a treasure <laughs> and the worst simultaneously. <laughs> now he starts off talking about, I was just tweeting stuff. And did I tweet something at 5 a.m. and delete it two minutes later? Yes. I'm like, yo, somebody take this man's mic and his phone. <laughs> why, why, why would you say that? Somebody needs to be checking his promos. Like, what does he, what does he have written on his little cue card? Somebody needs to double check. <laughs> I feel like even if he had the cue card, I can see Stokely Hathaway say, I'm doing what I want. Hey, <laughs> oh, my head hurts because Stokely Hathaway is too funny. So before Stokely starts getting into his real thing, Willow says, maybe we should think about what we say before we say it. <laughs> he really almost called them H words. He's like, I got to worry about what these. And then she's like, whoa, whoa now, sir. Let's backtrack a little bit and let's get it together and restart. Every time Stokely Hathaway acts up, I'm like, this is why Chris Statlander ran down that ramp and slapped you in the back of the head because of this behavior. What, Pujo, what is this behavior? What is this behavior? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it was it was funnier than it needed to be. And then Chris Statlander taken poor... Uh For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, <clears throat> Renee on a walk to tell uh, Sky Blue, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat your ass. Solid, solid. I this. Yeah, period. She's I'm here for it. Doing her thing, and I know she said, you know, we've already like fought, but you know, this time let's let's be serious. So I'm ready for it. I love Chris Statlander, and I'm just interested to see where this whole stokely hathaway thing is gonna go like what are we gonna do what what's he, what's he gonna do next i'm here for it i'm here for the antics that's literally what it is i'm here for the antics and i honestly i'm here for the antics to a point but i want stokely to use his antics and his buffoonery and clownery to worm these girls into some sort of title picture because i know you got it in you so instead of beef it on twitter stokely use your powers for good <laughs> We then come up to the trio match of Bear Mountain with Bear Boulder, Jack Jameson, and Braun Boulder versus Daddy Ass, Jay White, and Colton Gunn. Mm, here we go. Here we go. So we get the the Bang Bang Scissor Gang, which I hate that name. <laughs> I got to tell you, there's so many other names, but I'm also a jabroni. Oh, yeah, yay. So the guns come out. With Daddy Ass. Mm-hmm. No, the guns come out. Then Daddy Ass comes out and acclaimed. And Mass Castle starts rapping. Says something about we bring the beef to management. And then he flubs his words once, tries, and then says, nope. And does this. Now, I feel bad for him. We all forget our lines. I, too, have forgotten our li- my line at one point in time. But my guy, the show goes on. This reminded me of the time when Ashley Simpson was on SNL. And she forgot what she was singing. And the track kept going. So she did the honky tonk. And just kept going. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were gonna say her the one that she just walked off stage. Like she was Dude, like, she did this and then walked off stage. <laughs> and then she out of there. Out of there. This was the craziest thing because I'm like, sir, like it's like a dun 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 dun. dun. I was like snapping along. I was like, come on, you got it. One, two, three. Like we got I would have rolled with the punches. I would have been like, and I forgot my lines. I don't know how to rhyme. <laughs> it's like after the first line about like management having beef with him that was so weird like it was was very weird and like he could have taken a whole like other you know two three beats and then like continued unless he genuinely forgot and was like oh but i feel like he would have been prepared for this unless he literally wrote it that day or like 20 minutes ago maybe he it was his off day it happens to us all but dang maybe this is the end of the raps maybe we just need to (laughs) calm it down and just play the regular song with the vocals because if it's not working it's not working you can still have anthony you know saying all right chicago or like wherever you're in Mm. and you could still say that but like maybe we need to retire this maybe this needs to be done if he's because we can't guarantee that it won't happen again right that's true we have delayed gratz saying y'all need to help max caster remember his line not Cresta and Iridium being mascots as Ghost Riders. <laughs> no. I rhyme it, I rip it, I rip it, I rhyme. A little earpiece, earpiece. No, get back to it, Max. Get back to it. 
you know, I low-key agree with you. This might maybe save the raps for pay-per-views, for special occasions, for blood feuds, because I'm not saying that the boy can't rap. For all I know, he could be Lil Wayne behind, you know, behind the scenes. But maybe, maybe he's not and the wells run dry. And that's that's not that's, that's okay. Shade. That's okay. There's no shade to Mike's caster. Mm. But like, you know, maybe we should just be again saving it for the big moments, like you said. I don't think that would be a terrible idea because then mm. you're gonna be like, oh man, it's a pay-per-view. Max Caster's here. What's he gonna say? You know, yeah. It brings a little bit of um a hype to it, you know. Just I feel like we need it. Yeah. And I think it'll be good for Max Caster too to give him some time to replenish the rhyme book. Cause you've been going at this for a while. You've been doing it every time and I'll give you your flowers. That's a lot of rhymes to come up with. There's no guarantee that you're not going to double down or just not feel it one week. So I got laryngitis, so I can't rap. The laryngitis. <laughs> so Anyway, now that we finally got past that, the match was what exactly you thought it was going to be. <laughs> it was a standard match. I have to say that this match, I paid more attention to commentary because at one point I'm writing down bang, bang, scissor game. Sounds like something you would pay on OnlyFans for that Nigel wrote. And then the next thing I heard after that was Titty City. <laughs> I had to look at like, what am I watching? Is it... <laughs> I got people in the background. What am I watching? <laughs> and you know what? I guess there was just so many people in, in the ring or just out there that you're just like, where do I look? Because yeah. like the, the, the acclaimed were just there. Like they were chilling. Like it, they didn't need to be out there. I get it. They're faction, but like, what, like, what are we doing? Um, It was just interesting. And then bringing, you know, where juice is injured. So, I feel like when he comes back, he might not like this whole idea of this giant faction. He might not like the acclaimed. That's what I'm banking on. And like them splitting up because, yeah, it was a fun idea. But like, what are we doing? If the yeah. group is really doing anything, then like, why do we need it? So I feel like they were better off separate. We flew too close to the sun on this one. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens when you let your memes become dreams or memes reality. I will say the best thing to happen out of this is Juice Box. <laughs> Juice Robinson. Because <laughs> that name is Card Blade or Switch Card was, mm -hmm. was top tier, but Juice Boxes that's good. Yep. I would drink Juice Robinson Juice Boxes. <laughs> what do you think they taste like? <laughs> Is it lemonade? Lemonade, I don't know, something. Something really sugary. No, when when um, Juice was frequently fighting like Orange Cassidy, they really wanted them to join up because then it would have been Orange Juice. But, you I know. I'm here for that. So many possibilities. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. <laughs> Listen, I need my Christian Cage arguing with somebody else's dead dad. So, you know what I mean? That's what I need. He gave an address to a cemetery on Wednesday. That's a wicked that's wicked. Uh, we I realized I didn't say they finished to this match. It was the Blade Runner on Jack Jameson for the win. I mean, the match was fine. It was there was nothing, you know. It wasn't anything crazy, and I feel like it really got overshadowed by the facts that the fact that Max Caster forgot his lines because I yeah. can't anything that happened in that match. I'm so sorry. Like, like I said, I heard only fans in Titty City, and that's my gimmick, y'all. <laughs> you said those are both of my things. In real life, I'm a child of God. Online, my gimmick is I'm thirsty all the time. <laughs> I, I, yikes. Yikers on bikers. That's what I will say about that. Poor Max Cast. I believe. 
I believe. All right. After that, we have Lexi Nair with a backstage promo. Wait, I feel like I skipped something. No, I didn't. Okay. Next, we have Lexi Nair with a backstage promo from Brian Danielson. Now, Brian Danielson must have been hanging out with Nigel McGinnis because I thought he was going to cut a promo on his opponent tonight, Jun Akiyama. <laughs> Jun Akiyama. He starts off saying, I respect you, June, but this Eddie Kingston yuck mouth, I hate this guy so much. He's like, yo, what? Yo, Eddie Kingston's not even here. Eddie Kingston's not even here. Nigel McGinnis, Daniel Bryce is not even in his, I mean, Brian Dance is not even in his match. What is happening? He just, he started going ham. <laughs> Listen, said, when, when you are the enemy of, of Eddie Kingston, like, there is no off time. You are always <laughs> thinking about Eddie Kingston. Always. Eddie Kingston is on your mind 24-7, which kind of has me screaming because it's like, bro, you're supposed to cut a whole nother. You know what? I'm not even going to talk to you. <laughs> but he starts cutting a promo on Eddie Kingston. He says, Lexi, you interview him all the time. What does he do when he comes here? He complains about the boom. He complains about the lights. He complains that you have shoes on. When he said you complain that you have shoes on, I was like, yo, don't. Uh, all right. That's too much on Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I was funny, but not too much on Eddie Kingston. That was that was not nice. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> Just because it's right doesn't we have to say it out loud. <laughs> I mean, I I don't hate it because he also said the main thing that I hate about it, it's not that I have to shake your hand. It's the fact that you are wasted potential, not potential, potential. You had the chance mad long ago, and now in the past year, you're finally realizing your potential. And more than respecting you, I hate the fact that you wasted your potential. Again, not potential, potential. So, and that's crazy talk, right? Because how are you going to be mad about what someone else <laughs> is doing? Like Danielson, I love you, sir, but like we gotta—it's your last year, right? Like he's—he's he's got more important things to worry about than Eddie Kingston. And then <laughs> I'm like, Eddie Kingston's got three championships, sir. Wasted potential. What are what are we talking about? What are you doing with your time? That's so great. <laughs> how many championships you got right now, Mister Mister Baby Daddy? Brian Danielson, like how many how many championships you got? I gotta come up with something else. CM Punk is gone, man. <laughs> no more, no more Christian Mingle, chicken and watermelon. I gotta do something else. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get the names for somebody else, man. You know what? If I had to bet. On a name, you know what I would use? BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is the official betting partner of Fightful. 100% of the time when you get the odds from Fightful, they are coming from BetOnline.ag. And it's not just wrestling. It's not just MMA and boxing. It's football. It's basketball, baseball, hockey. They have the earliest lines. You can bet big with the high limits and rebet functionality. They have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit. They've been trusted for 25 plus years. It's not some fly-by-night company. BetOnline AG has been there. They've done that. In addition, they're trusted by millions. They've got VIP rewards programs and a ton of popular games. BetOnline.ag, that's where I go to make my bets. That's where I suggest you go to, my friends. Please just bet what you can and bet responsibly. Kate would be so proud of how I forced that segue. You did not force it. That was amazing. Thanks. I feel loved and respected in this space. <laughs> um, long story short, Brian Danielson does not respect Eddie Kingston no matter what he does. And that's going to be funny because I don't think Eddie Kingston, like Eddie Kingston's like, 
really, I don't care if you respect me, but I just want to see you. I want to see you respect me. I was, I want to see it. I want to see it. He said, I, it's like, this is Ripley's Believe It or Not, right? You know, yeah, I, I got to see it to believe it. <laughs> um, so coming up after that, we had Malachi Black versus Brian Keith. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> my literal first note after I wrote, Brian Keith is warming up too long. I was like, oh, this is finna be a squash. You're going to give this three seconds. He's doing all this honky-tonking, grandstanding, hot-dogging because Malachi back about the, right in the face. And that's not what happened. I was pleasantly surprised with how much time this got and pleasantly surprised with both of them. Now, I'm a Zelina Vega stan, and if she thinks you're cool, I think you're cool. And Malachi Black was looking real lean tonight. He was looking, he was looking real brisk. I'm, I'm gonna keep it respectful. I want to get beat up, but he was looking real brisk. Okay, so he looked great. Brian Keith also was working very stiff this match. I mean, Malachi every time he works stiff. Like I, I, that's I, I, somebody else I don't want to fight. Anyone in House of Black, you couldn't pay me again. I'm lying down. I don't care. You, you couldn't pay me. But Brian Keith was like, I don't care. My pants is up to my chest, and I'm fighting you back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wear my pants. That's the only way to wear them, honestly. That's, you get good coverage on that. I'm, I'm about my business, okay? It's a quote on Drade. My business is my business, and it starts with my pants and leave my breasts, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> so we had Malachi Black get hit with a big boot from Brian Keith at the beginning of the match, and that's when I started writing. Keith was getting in a lot more offense than I thought, and at one point, it looked like Malachi Black was really taking shots, but much like we see with the deep match following this, Malachi Black was playing a different game. Keith is just giving it all he got, and Malachi is picking at you here, picking at you here. So much to the point where in the middle of the match, Malachi, not Malachi, um, Brian Keith's leg gives out when he's trying to pick up Malachi Black to where he's able to capitalize into a top rope gut stomp into a German Northern Light suplex situation to a spinning heel kick for Malachi Black to win. What did you think of the match before we get into the post-match? Yeah, no, I thought it was a really, really good showing for Brian Keith. <clears throat> I was very surprised, like you said, to have them get as much time as as they did. Um, Malachi, this is also great showing for him because not only is he, like, helping talent, like, come up, but, mm-hmm. like, he's making them look strong, even though he's still picking up the wins, which I think is very important. It's something that, like, you know, Adam Copeland is also doing, so... I thought this was really, really great. I, even for a, a, just, it was a little slight moment, thought that maybe Brian Keith would even pick up the win. Same. And I was, I was like, oh, okay, good for him, you know, but it didn't end up happening. But it kind of made you believe, all right, you know, this guy, you know, he, it's getting serious. He's the real deal. We can't sleep on Brian Keith anymore. Cause especially yes. with his pants all the way up to his chest. Love, love it. I'm here for it. I don't care. That's my grandma. That's my grandpa. <laughs> That's the old man from up. Love I'm it. I'm here for it. Honestly, too, though, I think that maybe in my mind, I was forcing this. And in my mind, I wanted to believe Malachi Black wasn't taking you seriously in the beginning. Yeah, he was playing a different game. And he's picking at you here, picking at you there just to ensure the win, just in case you pull something out your bag. But in the beginning, it's like, why am I going to take you seriously, my dog? Also got to give a shout out to the double pop-up cross leg, just sitting there like, what up? You could do it. I could do it, too. I got mad space in these pants, bro. Yes, it sounds like I'm kind of I'm here. I'm here for I'm yeah. here for his pants. Guys, swear it's it might sound like we're joking. We're not joking. We're serious. This is how we show our love. love. I would wear those pants and the Seth Rollins moon boots. <laughs> we wear high, the high waisted jeans, the high waisted leather pants with the crop top, killing it. 
And with those Seth Rollins big boot, you couldn't tell me nothing. I'd be the most obnoxious person on the airplane. <laughs> Not the airplane. Where are we flying to? Wendy's. <laughs> Oh, love it. Jeez. Ladies and gentlemen, get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. We are coming up to the home stretch. We got two more yeah. matches after we talk about this post-match. Yes. So send us your love and adoration. Yes, Jeez. guys. Let us know what you think about, you know, the <laughs> upcoming matches that we still haven't talked about yet. And we will definitely bring it up on the screen. What do you guys want to know? What do you want to know about our lives, about our wrestling opinions? We will answer that. Send them in. <laughs> do it. So post-match... The lights go black. I'm like, black one. What's what's transpiring here? And it's Mark Briscoe. I was like, yes, get them, beat this man. Kendo stick, and he did the baby rookie mistake. He throws the kendo stick to show the spike that he has in his hand. You should have beat that man with the kendo stick first. Mm -hmm. Even though his whole, I learned this from playing wrestling games back in the day. Even though his whole body is red, his whole body could be black. So beat him up more so he won't move when you go to use your finisher. But in fact, he did not do that. He pulled the trigger prematurely, and Malachi back was pressing the A button so he wouldn't get up. He wouldn't get hit with the finisher. The House of Black comes out, beats up um, Mark Briscoe, and leave him laying, which is crazy to me because I'm like, I thought FTR were your boys, but I guess we saved that for the main event. But that's the story for another time. Uh, I was upset. Nobody gonna come out for Mark Briscoe. That's rude. That is literally so rude. And it's like you have so many friends backstage, friends quotations, because nobody showed up. So now I'm I'm noticing things. Disrespect. Mark Briscoe, if you turn heel, I respect it. I respect it. I, respect <laughs> I, would, it. I would understand why, sir. Yeah. And I'd cap for you too. <laughs> the lights going off at the end of this match, I was like, wait a minute what are we doing? And then my mind, I was like, Mercedes, are you coming out right now? <laughs> that, that's a boss there. <laughs> to me, I was like, all right, I guess we're doing, are, are we doing it now? Like what's happening? Cause that that's in my head. I'm like, that's the only big surprise that could pop up. Right. Cause house of black one, who is bigger than Malachi? Like in this moment right now, I was not picturing Mark Briscoe to play them at their own game. I was like, Wow, that honestly, good play for him. And I was kind of disappointed that he just threw the kendo stick. I said, sir, first rule of wrestling, you use the kendo stick. You use the kendo stick. And then I really thought he was going to really nail Malachi with that. And it just, it did not work out. I felt so bad. But I was like, good try. Because you had it in the first part. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're doing everything right. But mm -hmm. again, I go back to, this is a problem I've had with AEW in the past. The people who y'all hate the most, there's always someone coming out for them. I'm going to yeah. use Christian Cage here, oh, who's okay. literally made fun of everyone's dad. And Nick Wayne's own mother. But no one's coming out for Mark Briscoe. FTR, you're not coming out for Mark Briscoe. I get you came out later, but nobody coming out for Mark Briscoe. Sus. Very sus. This is suspicious. I'm going to write. You never played those telltale games. They say so-and-so will remember this. Cresta will remember this. I will remember this. I'm I like, wrote it down. Like something happens with that interaction except, oh, noted. That person will remember. And you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Later on in the game, remember when you spilled my milk in Act 5? <laughs> now I'm going to let you get bit by a zombie. That's a little extreme. 
after that, we have our second ladies match of the night. I see you. I see you on Tony Ferd Khan. I see you. I see you. We have Serena D versus Lady Frost. I am a Serena D fan. Very happy to see her. And again, much like the match previous, I thought it was kind of going to be a squash. The way Deep has been cutting promos, like I'm the professor, you're here, it takes a thousand hours, and you hoes maybe have three. I don't know what to tell you what to do. I was here for it. This was a stiff match because Lady Frost is no slouch either. Um, by three, no, that's a lie. Seven minutes into this match, there had already been three or four different submissions on Lady Frost's leg. Serena Deeb is a monster, bro. <clears throat> so Lady Frost goes to give a submission to Serena Deeb. Her leg gives out, and she she ends up reversing that. Deeb reverses that on Frost, but then Frost reverses that on Deeb into a cartwheel pickup, like back power driver. It was it was really innovative. But Serena Deeb said, "Okay, I don't need all of that. I'm just gonna single leg crab you for the submission win." What did you think about the match before we um get into the um the post match? So, I'm correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> comments too. I thought it was supposed to be Serena D versus Kira Hogan. They did mention that on the on the commentary, and they said, "Oh, like last minute." I don't know what happened, but um, she was sick with the flu and not cleared to wrestle. Oh my god, so sad because I was like, I heard this one was the only one that I got like a little spoiled, which was. Mm-hmm. Serena and Kira and I was excited because I'm like wow okay like body wise they, they like really match up so I was like this is going to be really good because they're going to be able to work with each other really well um seeing Lady Frost come out I was like oh okay it was a, a happy surprise but uh-huh. I was really excited to see this one I do like Lady Frost I think she's really really talented um and I think she's different and that's important to helping you stand out to a, a roster like the women's division that AEW has. Um, but both women were being very, very aggressive. So I love an aggressive match. Like when I feel like when the hits are hitting and you can see it, I'm yes. like, I'm here for it. I absolutely love that. And I'm not the biggest fan of Serena, but I do see that she works. Like she can put you in those submissions. And I like that type of wrestling. So mm-hmm. I do like her style. Um, when I, I guess we can forward to, to the end because I mm. want to talk about this promo. That yes. Jeez. It, incredible. Jeez. It was fantastic. But Serena, you know, picked up the win. I wasn't expecting Lady Frost to win. What, you know, it, it is what it is. But let's talk about this promo because I know you're excited about what she had to say. So before I get into that promo, I have to hit these two super chats. We got Dylan Dutch with the two-woman power chip rides again. So excited for whatever Serena is doing next. Maybe Sasha? I would be into that. I would be into that. Because Sasha's submissions, you really get to see Sasha in full display in New Japan. I'm sorry, Mercedes, because we don't know Sasha. We don't know her. We know Mercedes, okay? And Mercedes in New Japan was redonk. And we also have another super chat from... I always get your your name wrong, Orion Ben, and I feel like yes, that's not right. But sometimes you see things so much, it looks like onion to me, and I know that's not right. <laughs> it's either Orion Ben or Orion Ben. Either way, thank you so much. Love. Thank to you for the two dollars <laughs> and Serena Deep, hard hitting gals, just like us, hard hitting gals. Two word power trip, baby. <laughs> and we talk about the power trip after the match. Serena Deep said. When I wrestle, I just do what I come out here to do. The lights stay on. The picture isn't in black and white. And I'm bringing the wrestling back to all elite wrestling. I was like, talk your shit. 
wild, right? Because I, I was a little slow on this one. I'm like, okay, black and white. And I was like, oh, Tony. Oh my God, that was a shot at Tony. And then I'm like, oh, okay. She said, what else did she say? She said, um, the screen doesn't go black and white and the, the lights the light stay up. on. And, yeah, and I'm and thinking she's talking about Julia. Like, yes, exactly. I was like, oh, she's going after the two champs. All right. We have a lot of competition that's leading up to these women who have titles because Serena Deeb, you got um, the virtuosa. Mm -hmm. Like there's these women who are climbing up and you're just like, are we going to have room for everybody? Thunder Rosa. Like everyone's working their way to the top. I'm going to need. I'm going to need a, a battle royal. Like, what, what are we doing? I loved what they did with the Continental Classic. And mm -hmm. I think something like that for the women would mm -hmm. benefit so much because there's so many women. There's, like, even just now you just need, like, five or six. And that's just, like, your main event scene. Not including your Kiara Hogan, your Lady Frost, your Nyla Roses, your um, uh, Red Velvet, your, yeah. like, Diamante. There's so many women on that roster that... You can make a star like you did out of Daniel Garcia, out of somebody. Like you've done with Sky Blue, you know? So, yeah, it could be I'm, literally, there's so many possibilities. Again, Sky Blue would be great for that type of um, like bracket because, again, she could be like the Danny Garcia of the group, you know? Anna Jay has really, you know, brought, came to the top. I feel like there's a lot of women who would really benefit from this sort of type of tournament, especially if they're not going to be put into the title picture right away. Like, all right, let's just feature them and have the big end be on collision because we recap it. So, do <laughs> <laughs> be there. I agree with that. And I, I'm very excited for the women's division going forward. If it takes Thunder Rosa bullying, I, I don't condone bullying. But if it means we get in two women's matches and not at 920 and 945, I'm with it. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. I feel like the more – and they're getting better because, you know – We've seen a couple of other times that they've also had two women's matches per show. So let's keep it, let's keep it going, you know, and they're getting a little bit more time. So that's something that we're definitely never going to argue with because we want to see the women succeed. So let's yeah. keep time. Yeah. And again, I, I know that AEW has it in them because they've turned so many people. I mean, we were talking about this earlier on Grab City about the whole Google them. I'm not Googling nobody, but you've turned a lot of people into who is that to I am actually going to Google them. I am actually going to look them up. Brian Keith is one of them for me. Lady Frost. I didn't know who Chris Statlander was before this. You know, I've heard of Stokely Hathaway when he was in, um, when he was Malcolm Bivens, but I wasn't really watching. This really put him on the map for me, Willow Nightingale. So I know you have it in you, AEW. So I just want you to be better. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. I'm still rooting for you. So prove yourself. Yeah. And um, if you turn things around, I will get amnesia and forget. And it will always say I was always rooting for you. So yeah. like I always saw the vision. I knew. Come on. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are at the last match. Again, super chats, humper chats. Like this video. We appreciate you. Let's get into it. Brian Danielson versus June Akiyama. This is someone I also did not know about. They also played that he was wrestling in AEW in 2022 versus Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. And I forgot who they said June June's um, partner was, but he had wrestled for AEW before. Now there are, there were two matches happening 
during this match. The one physically in the ring and the cold war between Eddie Kingston <laughs> and Brian Danielson. Because Brian, Eddie Kingston was like, I'm not getting on commentary until the men come out and I'm going to stand here. And when Brian Danielson came out, this was Eddie Kingston. Like, I hate you. And Brian Danielson's like, I'm not going to pay this man. No type of mind. I got better things to do. When June Akiyama finally comes out, Eddie Kingston finally sits down. He's like, now I can listen because that was his mentor. That's someone he really looked up to, one of the original Triple Crown champions. But I could not pay attention to this match because Nigel McGuinness was trying his hardest to get Eddie Kingston to talk. Who Eddie Kingston was like, I'm trying to watch this damn match. <laughs> I respect it. But Eddie Kingston was not happy. He's like, I'm trying to watch this damn match. And I understand what you're trying to do, but there, there's this art happening in this ring right now. Shut the hell up. Or Eddie, I'm gonna shut the hell up. <laughs> Eddie, he was just trying to be a good student, right? He's paying attention to what's uh -huh. going on, and then you got Nigel throwing little pieces of paper at him, like, "Hey, hey, what are you doing? What's happening? Like, like, sir, please, I need you to be so serious because Eddie Kingston will get up and whoop you, bro. This is like the school bully trying to turn over a new leaf, and you keep messing with the school bully. He's trying to change, yes. and you know he's gonna get in trouble for it. You know he's gonna get in trouble. Not you, not you, because oh, the bully got a temper. Don't do that." <laughs> Mm-hmm. He knows better. He knows what he was doing. There was a lot of submissions. There was a nice hyperextension on Brian Danielson from Akiyama. Akiyama was giving Brian Danielson lariat after lariat at one point. I thought his chest was about to turn to red meat. Wolf. Wolf. We do get a bunch of LaBelle locks. The first LaBelle lock came when Akiyama gets to the ropes and was able to get that off. But even from there, you can see the damage was done. Um, there was an ankle lock on Akiyama into a German suplex, which he then reverses into a guillotine choke that commentary put over that he uh, got a lot of wins with that submission. Unfortunately, um, Danielson hits him with the psycho knee for the win after hyping up the crowd with the yes chance. What did you think of this match? How did you like how it went down? And um, do you think it furthered the story with Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson in a positive way? Yeah, I do think that furthered the storyline. I I'm gonna need Eddie Kingston to do commentary for my life. Because or I need him just to speak for me, period. Because I feel like Eddie Kingston just has the perfect responses for everything. Like yes. everything he says is just a little aggressive. So a little <laughs> a little aggressive. Like even when he's saying like nice things, it's just a little hint. Um, it's there. So I I need that. Um, I thought this match was great. Anytime I see Brian Danielson wrestle, I feel like my knees just crack. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's like old age or like I can I can see it, what's happening. And I'm just like, no, nope, that's not for me. Like, I love watching it, but it also like physically hurts me to watch the matches that he has. Um, this is Danielson's last year. So in my head, right? I feel like that has gotten lost in the sauce. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like they that. mentioned it on commentary, but yeah. he is wrestling like this is not his last year. Yes. So they, I, and I, that's something that I did like about this specific collision that they, they mentioned it, they brought it up. And to me, I'm like thinking about Sting's retirement, right? Yeah. Like, you know, every week they make that such a big deal. They have the promos like, oh, he's done. And Brian Danielson, I feel like he's just having, just matches that he wants, you know, just every week. He's like, all right, have a little bit of fun. <laughs> let's, just, let's fight this person. All right, next week, I'm going to fight this person. Like, 
for me, I need a little bit of story or just like, yeah, keep bringing up the fact that, hey, we are like, this is it. Like, I'm not coming back. I Just because I don't have an official date on it, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be done after like these couple months. So I need him to go on like, like a tour, like a goodbye tour. And I know he's still going to be in AEW, maybe just like in a, in a backstage type of role uh-huh. or whatever he wants to do. But I feel like these matches that he's having, yeah, he's having great matches, but it's like, do I remember the three weeks ago, the match that he had? No. Do I remember two weeks ago, the match that he had? No. Like I, I, yes, they're great matches, but I just need a little bit more. Um, You're not wrong there. And I don't know if I'm like the only person that feels like that, but I feel like it, again, comparing it to Sting's retirement, like they're really hitting it home <sighs> and building towards something. And I don't know what Brian Danielson is building towards. I, I was giving like he's given his world tour farewell of anyone I've wanted to wrestle or someone I had really fun wrestle a lot of fun wrestling like I just think of in particular shouts to Gringo Loco that time I interviewed him he said I would wrestle Vikingo every day of the week and sometimes it's like if I'm about to go out on a bang I want to wrestle you we had mad fun we did this that one time I get it and I think when he has an official out date maybe then we'll start seeing a story sort yeah. to formulate towards the end because then um, he could be like well I want to focus on i want to beat up mjf for three months straight so let me do that <laughs> when mjf resign come come on back homeboy when he resign i'm gonna beat him up and then i'm gonna go about my business i think that's maybe what if i had to surmise or guess maybe that's what the plan here is to put on a bunch of matches that he wants to do before he has to put on a bunch of matches that make sense and maybe some that he may not want to do as enthusiastic because i think Brian Danson just likes to wrestle. So it don't matter who you put in front of him, he wants to do it. But some people, he's more like, yay. And other people, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, I did like uh, tonight because with Akiyama, like, I have never seen him wrestle before. So I do like that they're like, all right, he was Eddie's mentor. And mm-hmm. Eddie's there. It means a lot. That already heightens the stake because, you know, in that promo that, um, Danielson cut he was like all right no like I really just hate Eddie Kingston the fact that Eddie Kingston was out there during his match for that mentor like it was just I'm like all right I see it you want Eddie Kingston you know we're we're getting things like I yeah. have little things to help me like yes absolutely this match big deal yeah because I just don't watch I, I don't watch New Japan so this I need a little bit more story for this one but the, how they did it tonight was great now you what you're saying is valid I think what you're saying is absolutely valid after the match, though, we do get Akiyama getting upset at Brian Danielson for talking smack to Eddie Kingston, and commentary tried to put it over like, "Hey, knock it off." Akiyama's like, "Hey, fight went on, or don't don't be that guy." So Akiyama put out his hand for a handshake. <sighs> Brian Danielson put his hand off for him. Ah, he kicked him in the hand bag. Ah, no handshake for you. What a scum lord. <laughs> I'm I'm immature. A yam bag shuffle will always get a pop out of me. I don't care. I don't care. I will always laugh. I'm like, how are you going to do that to him? That's crazy. But that results in Eddie Kingston getting in the ring, beating up Brian Danielson. And then here comes FTR and Claudio Castagnoli, which then I wrote on my, my notes, where was this for Briscoe? Because honestly, that's a little egregious. I understand y'all got a match coming up. But I thought Briscoe was your boy. Y'all said we got your back no matter what. But it seems that no matter what had a time. I'm not mad. I understand why this happened. But if I'm Mark Briscoe, I'm never having beer with these men again. <laughs> you got to cut off from the beer circle. Exactly. I, I get it. You know, FTR 
being there does make sense, but they didn't need to be there. Like it was still two on two. Claudia was just out there. Like I was, I was confused. So I'm like, FTR had no business being out there. They just wanted to end the show. Like guys, you could have helped out your bestie or supposed bestie because now I'm questioning things. That's a little sus. I hate to be the Jeff Jarrett here, but are these guys your friends? <laughs> are they really your friends? I mean, at least I'll tell you I'm going to hit you with a guitar to your face. But are these guys your friends? Hmm. Hmm. Curious. Thinking. You got, I've got my thinking cap on and it's not adding up. The math ain't mathing on this one. Listen, math may not be my favorite subject, but I know a stunt when I see it. <laughs> and this whole show was a stunt. And that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, please consider giving your $5 to Fightful Select. $34 a year. It's the best bucks in the business and you're going to get your news from us anyway so mm -hmm. you might as well skip a step Oridian, ladies and gentlemen wait my brain just said no that Oridian told us that no you're ending this <laughs> like no not yet Oridian, where can they find you let me just <laughs> all right guys well you can find me and everything uh else that's wrestling related at rest friends on youtube head over to our youtube channel that's w-r-e-s-t friends we are on our road to 2,000 subscribers we have a thousand eight hundred ish about now so head over there watch my interview with Britt baker fantastic with um mike and maria canellis bennett 10 out of 10 you can find an old interview with seth rollins with elias with uh, Everybody, guys, go do it. And of course, every Saturday night after the collision, you can find me with the beautiful, the lovely, the talented, the vocally performative, amazing singer, Cresta the Star. Cresta, where can our viewers find you? Everywhere, everywhere. Before we get out of here, we have a late admission to the Humper Chat. We got a late admission. Nelson Munz at the bell, at the buzzer says, Whoa. I know Takeshna is facing Osprey, but Takeshna should have come out after the massive disrespect Brian showed to Akiyama. I agree with that. And indirectly, DDT, if you've set the seeds for uh, 37 Kamina, I don't know what that is, and I feel like I a buster. Akiyama uh, maybe, but like... Okay, versus BCC after Takeshita goes face again. Okay. Mina versus BCC. Interesting. Um, so see, that's something maybe I missed on commentary that they mentioned that like, all right, from DDT, like he trained Takeshita. Like he's like done this. I don't think they said that. I was low-key paying attention. I would have been like, sorry. Like, oh, interesting. Love that. Um, I, I want the moon for Takeshita. That man is so... Yes. Incredibly talented and I feel like Don Callis and Hobbs are really bringing him down they're really diminishing his light and they need to just push him up did you see him with his little Gucci belt on dynamite I said okay Takeshita don't hurt him he's hanging out with the wrong crowd <laughs> don't hurt him Gucci belt ooh Gucci ooh <laughs> alright Cresto where can our where can our viewers find you Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me every Thursday here on Fightful with Joel Pearl. We cover all things TNA. And every Saturday, you can find myself here with Iridian. And sometimes Rick. Rick is becoming our shot or our staff. He's got a real life with real life problems. <laughs> and every Saturday, I'm here with Iridian. And sometimes Rick going all over all things collision. Every Wednesday, well, until the end of this month. So until next Wednesday, you can find me over on TikTok and Twitch at Crest Star, where we watch AEW together. Going forward. We're going to be on Fridays. And I heard from a little birdie on Grapsity that Crescent Star has a podcast coming out. Oh, my God. You guys should watch it when it does. And keep tuned. Just follow me on X. At Cresta the Star, like Megan the Stallion. 
Is that it? Did we do all the things? We did, did we have it all? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for being here. You could have been anywhere on the internet, but you were here with us, and that means a lot. Take care of yourself. Subscribe to Five 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 Guys. No, subscribe to Fightful Select. We aren't five guys, but there's five of us working here. So goodbye. Thank you. Talk to you later. See you next stream. Bye. This is embarrassing. <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.